He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me until I come over. He'll make me feel guilty. This is, this is ridiculous, okay? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, with, I'll go. Shit. Oh. God! Dude, I know it. So embarrassed for you. I mean, I know. It. I'm so embarrassed for you. Like, I am so embarrassed for you. I mean, I know it. I just can't. No, you don't. If you can't say it, you don't know it. I, but I do. But I can't. Admit that you have it in your brain, the scene. Yeah. So, but you don't know it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't come up with the name of the, the name movie, of that movie. But I know. Classic. I'm not. Classic. Shake it up, baby. Now shake oh, it up, baby. Oh my God. Are you kidding me I'm right now? I'm so glad my wife doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast. <She laughs> I'm gonna text her me, dude. That's one of her all-time favorites. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Right. Nah, look yeah. at your face. Uh, I can see your face. Your your face is on fire right now, dude. Oh my! I'm like, <laughs> let's start over. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm going we're out to the car. Keeping that one forever. He'll keep calling. I love uh, that's just Cameron Fry, man. Oh, of course. Let it is. my Cameron go. <laughs> Big, Love it. Big chug of coffee. Love it. Right up. <laughs> yeah. I'm obviously, I did not bring my A game today. It's so, all right, man. You're always the one, you know, making me look bad during the podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to make you look bad during yeah, the movie you, trivia. All right. Yeah. Sound good? Deal. So, guys, what's up, man? It is uh, season two, week four. Here we go, man. Fantasy football junkies. I'm Bonzi. That's Ego. And uh, we have a packed, packed show today for you here, man. Thursday night f- uh, fantasy football focus. Uh, for tomorrow night's game, man, I, I, super stoked. There's a lot of weapons here, and and uh, and uh, I'm, I think when, when when I run down my 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 actual synopsis, I'm sure you're gonna have a lot that you're gonna want to throw in because I mean, yeah. it, there was a lot to talk about, you know, for tomorrow night's game. So. I did research on this game. Good, I crunched some numbers. Good, I got some numbers too. I got a lot of numbers. I got booms and busts coming up. Buy sell cut. Waiver wire, yes or BS, three yes or BS questions. You're going to love these, man. Because these, I mean, again, you know, I like I like to do some funny ones now and then and uh-huh. again. But, man, there's a lot of serious questions That's one of in my the NFL favorite, right now. one of my favorite parts of our podcast. Good. I love yes or BS. Good. And then Ego's Extra Point, wrapping it up. We post it on the Facebook page every day. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, you know, follow us on Facebook, and you can get the podcast everywhere that podcasting is available. Spotify, Apple, Google Play, you name it. Just look up Fantasy Football Junkies, right? Let's jump into it. Thursday night, fantasy football focus, all right? Um, Miami's off-season trade for wide receiver. By the way, you got Miami versus Cincinnati. Sorry, there you go. I should say that. But Miami's off-season trade for wide receiver Tyreek Hills paid off so far, dot, 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 kind of. Uh, but lost in his success has been the play of receiver Jalen Waddle. okay? And th- this guy's killing me, man, because I've got Hill. <laughs> and every, I mean, I just watch these games, and I'm like, stop going up all the Waddle. <laughs> you know, just stop. Just, I mean, but after a rookie campaign in which he finished with 104 catches for over 1,000 yards and six TDs, he has kept up his production even with Hill on the field. Over the last two weeks, Waddle has 15 receptions for almost 300 yards and two touchdowns. But can he keep it up on Thursday night football? Thursday night football we have seen has been a different monster, you know, when these when these players play, you know, just for the, with the the, the the lesser day, I guess, to get ready. Uh-huh. And their routine's all kind of jacked up. 
Uh, heading into week four, the Bengals had only allowed 378 yards to opposing wide receivers, which is the fourth lowest in, in the league. I was shocked by that. Uh, Bengals have a strong cast of wide receivers as well, all right, starting with uh, 2021 rookie breakout, Jamar Chase. We've talked about him a lot on here and said we'd love that guy. Uh, Tyler Boyd, who had a crazy, crazy week, four for five, 105 and a TD last week. And, um, you know, they've also got T. Higgins, and I'll get to him in just a second, all right? So it could be a fireworks Thursday night football matchup. It could be. Could be. I say that because when I've said that in the past, on the especially I don't know what it is about those Thursday night games, they end up just not being very high fantasy point scores. But like we mentioned last week, I think I brought up I think we both brought up Nick Chubb, you know, for the Browns. And last yeah. week's Thursday night, you know, Chubb, uh, 113 yards, 23 carries, touchdown, had a huge game in that 29-17 win against Cleveland. So, I mean, it, it was huge. Yeah. Huge. Um T. Higgins, the other guy, the Bengals wide receiver, the former second-round pick, had the best game of his season in Week 3 when he finished the five catches, 93. Had what might have been a beautiful first-quarter jump ball touchdown called back. Uh, This season, he's got 30 total recepts, uh, 191 yards, and a TD. In Week 2 against Dallas on the flip side, quarterback Joe Burrow only finished with 199 passing yards. But Higgins still came away with 71 of those after he had six catches on 10 targets. The last time he played Miami, Higgins... Uh, had a significant share of targets, caught five of eight for 56. Chase has seen a decline in receiving yards the last two weeks because I think since the, the, the Bengals line is just so, so bad, Burrow has to throw to whoever he thinks is open. And it it's, could be Boyd. It could be Higgins. It and could quickly. Be, yes, right? and it's fast. Gotta be a, yeah. Right. Um, but I also love Bengals running back Joe Mixon, too, who, who's been behind his usual rushing pace. You wouldn't think... That he would have good numbers, but man, looking at those numbers, you know, thirteen catches, twenty targets, you know, he's catching the ball. Uh, he's got one hundred and three yards this season. In two previous games against Miami, Mixon has forty three carries, five recepts, one eighty eight total yards, and a TD. Now the Bengals' offensive line again is struggling. It's a struggle bus every single time that ball is snapped, and Cincinnati's running backs are, are getting stuffed at the line, especially. 32% of the time, second highest rate in the NFL. Now, where Mixon may do the most damage on Thursday Night Football is the passing game, game like I just mentioned. And Miami's, I mean, high-octane high offense, even with two at quarterback, they can put up points fast, too. Uh, the Bengals are going to have to throw it to keep pace. Dolphins could be vulnerable since they've allowed opposing running backs to reel in 20 receptions for 155 yards and a touchdown. That's six most in the NFL. If I had to say which side of the spectrum I am on, is it going to be a fireworks show with tons of offense, or is it going to be a want, want, want? You're going to want to like bang your head against the table because your guys aren't producing on Thursday night. I'm going to go with the fireworks on Thursday night football. I mean, you root for the fireworks on Thursday night yeah. football as a, as a fantasy owner. Man, you had a lot of numbers. You weren't lying. That was good number. And yeah, don't bring it to me, man. When good, you when you, when you when you when you make me go early and throw me all out of whack <laughs> and I sound like a boob, I come back with a vengeance, man. I'm yeah, not messing right. I'm not messing around today. No, that was great. I uh, so here's what I looked at and what I love is once you get into like week 3, week 4, you can really start to look at team defenses and, you know, against the pass and against the rush. You know, after one week you hear people giving like week two analysis. Saying, yeah. I mean, this team's the last place team against the rush. Right. And it's like, what? No, oh, right. It's one game. Yeah. You know, nothing to prove it against. After three games, you can kind of start to see what you're dealing with here. So the things that I looked up against the pass, 
Miami 31st in the league. They've allowed 297 yards per game through the air in six touchdowns. So for me, I like Burrow quite a bit this week. I like Jamar Chase. I like T as T Higgins kind of dinged up. That that I saw so far, okay, he's, he, yeah. you know, they're 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 positive on him going. So I, I like the receiving options in Cincinnati as well as Joe Burrow, who I've you know has hasn't really produced much for where you drafted him this year. On the other side, Cincinnati, fourteenth in yards per game, two twenty four, only two passing touchdowns allowed through three games for the Cincinnati Bengals defense. Right. So what's that tell me? Not Tua this week. Find another option for Tua. I know he went off two weeks ago, but if I have anything, like if it's a, you know, hey, I've got this guy and I've got Tua and I'm thinking about it, I'm picking the other guy. Two touchdowns through, through three games in a passing league. But look at Tua did that against two, one of the best defenses, though. I mean, sure. in football. I, sure. it, and, that, and I see where you're coming from, but that to me means nothing once you watch that Buffalo game. I mean, come right. on, dude. I mean, that's just, how do you, I mean, I don't know. The, I, I see where you're coming from, and I see people actually saying that too. But since, I mean, Cincinnati's not Buffalo. Okay, but what was Tua's statistical line? What do you mean his against, line against Buffalo? Against Buffalo? Yeah. I mean, he got tons of points. No, that was against Baltimore. Well, that but versus the Ravens, but he still got tons of points. So for yeah, a quarterback, it was like 25 Baltimore. points. So then last week against Buffalo, they right. they win. But so he got 25 he, points he, though. No, he didn't. Tua last week. Tua? Yeah, I had him starting in a league. He did not get. It, it was not a great. Remember, he went out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he walked off the in. field looking weird. Like on his back, look. I mean, yeah. I couldn't believe he finished the game. Yeah, Let no. Me look that up real quick. Yeah, no, I, let's I thought check he still had good points. I don't. I don't think that Tua had um had big numbers last week. Yeah, I've got thirteen of twenty two point oh seven. What kind of scoring are you using? Yeah, so we use regular good scoring. I mean, one eighty six points touchdown. for a touchdown. Yeah, one eighty six and a touchdown. Yeah, that's twenty two point seven points for me. 186 yards and a touchdown. There you go. From your fantasy quarterback. So there you go, 22.07 for us. Okay, but 186 yards and one touchdown for a fantasy quarterback is not a great day. So if you reward more for scoring in your league, that's awesome. But that that just tells me that a quarterback that throws for like 250 and two touchdowns is having a monster day. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So you're more likely to get a 250 and two touchdowns, which is like a normal quarterback right. day. Right. From somebody else. I think this is a week, especially with him coming off an injury, not a lot of rest time. I don't think two is a guy you plug in. However, no, no, no. I, and I agree with you. I'm not yeah. saying that I don't agree with you, but I'm just saying I don't believe that the Cincinnati defense is is that stout, you know, against, especially when there's more than one wide receiver. Right. Because I think the teams they've played, it's easy to be like, you know, the, uh, I don't know if they played the Raiders. No. They've, you know, there haven't been multiple receiving options. And, you know, you got Hill, you got Waddle, you know, gosh knows, you know, what's going on with Chase Edmonds in that backfield, you know, mm-hmm. too. And and Chase Edmonds, I you know, be careful with that guy, too. I think yeah. people I think people are really, really, like, big on that guy. I almost put him on my sell list this week. You know what I mean? percent is where yeah. he, that's where he belongs. Yeah. And I've got that, too. I would say Waddle and Hill put him out there, right? Because Cincinnati, middle, middle of the road and yards allowed, those guys are going to catch balls whether or not they find the end zone. They're going to catch balls, and in PPR, they're going to get you double digits. Right. right. Two is who I'm worried about. Chase Edmonds, yes, sell that guy. He has not produced. Last week, he punched it in two times. Yeah. But he only had like 20 yards rushing. Right. right. So the stat line looked good. The two games before that, he did nothing. Right. Um, and Cincinnati, 86 yards per game, one touchdown on the season. That's their rush defense. 
pretty good. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. don't expect Chase Edmonds to get anything going this week. All right. So on the spectrum again, which side are you on? Are you saw, are you on the side that's going to be a flop, or you think that it's going to be fireworks tomorrow night? I, I'm I'm in the, the middle of the road. I don't think it's going to be like in the teens. I'm thinking like, you know, 20, I'm not talking. I'm not talking 21. game. Like I'm, I'm talking about fantasy production. Yeah. that's what I'm talking about. You don't think you don't think there's going to be fireworks for these guys? I think you look at probably like one or two guys in the game going off. Okay, and then and then that's it. And okay, by off I don't mean like you know 40 fantasy points, but yeah. like 25. I see. I, I don't think a big. I don't think this is a big huge blow up game. Yeah, I mean, you know, and again, I think I think Cincinnati, I think Burroughs can go over 25-plus easy. I think Tua, even with his injury and his banged up, I think he can go for 25-plus, you know. And, and then I think that, I mean, I really do. I think, I mean, again, I'm probably 100% wrong. So mom's out there. Again, if you want to meet me at the football dinner thing and say, oh, you said, well, okay, I might be 100% wrong. So um, it could be a fun, I, I know that I, there's a lot of fantasy potential in this game tomorrow night that people are going to be starting. And I agree with Ego. You you if if you you know you got Tua on your team, and then you've got Joe Flacco, or you've got uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I hate to say yeah, it, you I, might want to consider still, one yeah. of those other guys. I right? might still go with Tua in those. But I'm instances. just saying though, you I think might. Zach Wilson's supposed to be back this week. Oh, is he? So yeah, keep okay. an eye out for Flacco. If, okay, cool. For some horrible reason, you're starting Joe Flacco. So that's your Thursday night football, folks. That's exactly right for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Booms and busts. But like Kirk Cousins? Yeah. That's realistic, right? Yeah. yeah I yeah. like Kirk Cousins more yeah. than I like two of this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Um, week four, booms and busts. Um, it was embarrassing last week for me. I really missed a lot. I hit on two. Um, and, and the tight end that I'm going to talk about, the boom, I'm going to leave him on as my boom tight end again this okay. week. Because... Uh, you know, he he saved me last week. I mean, the guy saved me from not being 100% wrong on my booms and busts, right? But I think, though, these actually might be reversed. I don't know. I think my booms might be busts. I think my busts <laughs> might be booms. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's because fantasy is stupid. I mean, seriously, yeah. it is. And it's I was just, going I, through it, and I'm, re- fantasy and I'm reading it yeah. again over again, and I and I got done with it, uh, what, uh, yesterday, I think, late. Looked at it again this morning. Made some changes. I was like, oh, God, I'm leaving it. I don't have time. Ego's coming in early. I got to get this done. <laughs> so my booms and busts for week four. We'll start off with the booms. Quarterback, um, I think this is a no-brainer. But, again, I just I got to give the guy his dap. I mean, I, I really do. Jalen Hurts, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, golly, versus Jacksonville's Combined for six TDs in his last two games. Uh, can you believe it for the undefeated Eagles? I think you and I were both high on the Eagles, though. Yes. Going into this. Uh, facing a surprising Jacksonville defense, though, in week four. They're allowing just 12.7 points per contest uh, this season, which is tied for actually fourth best on the NFL. Uh, he connected with Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas got it for touchdowns. So his improved accuracy now and his greater confidence. I mean, you can literally, it's 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 awesome when you're watching any sport. I don't care what it is. And it's like you can feel the dude's confidence playing the game. Yes. That's this guy, man. You know, I think this is the guy that I'm sorry that the 49ers hat you're wearing right now. This is the guy that people thought was going to be Lance. This oh, is yeah. who I thought Lance was going to be. Um, he is a world beater right now, and I think he's going to go off again. I love it, man. I like. I'm with you. I love just as a sports fan. I love seeing a player kind of take that step. That was the question going in, and we talked about it here. Yeah, he can get it done with his legs, but this guy has to be a passer in the NFL, dude. He is killing it through three games. So, yeah, if they keep it up, I mean, the Eagles are a handful. I don't know who's going to be able yeah, to knock them right. off you're in right. the NFC. 
for the running back boom this week, you know, this uh, might shock some people. I have Najee Harris, though, as okay. my as my boom versus the uh, Jets. He's notched at least 100 total yards or a TD in all but five regular season games since the start of last year for the Steelers. Now, week four, he gets a Jets defense, has given up 86.2 rushing yards per game to running backs so far this season, ranking them kind of in the middle of the pack. No supporting cast right now for the Steelers, and the offensive line remains a huge liability. How long is Trubisky going to you know, be, be the quarterback? Meanwhile, you know, Trubisky's just not even doing anything under center, not threatening any defenses. Uh, Harris will hopefully blow up for this plus week four matchup with the Jets. I really like his chances to be a big boom this week. Um, I I like it. I that guy's a workhorse, right? I mean they they really just ride him. So it's gonna. He was such a big player last yeah. year. Like it, it's going to happen. So yeah, yeah why not this week? Um, and then my wide receiver, boom, I've got Amari Cooper at Atlanta. Cooper has put up exactly 100 yards and a touchdown in back-to-back games for the Browns. And in week four, he gets the Atlanta defense that's given up almost 200 passing yards per game to wide receivers this season. The fifth most in the league. Things aren't good for Atlanta. And it looks like Amari's just being Amari right now, and I really like this matchup. So big boom this week for Amari Cooper. There's something about Amari Cooper where... I'm always waiting for him to just fall on his face. Like I know, <laughs> I know he's going to start the season off strong. Right. He always does, and then he just disappears. So, I, yeah, he might have another big week, and maybe even another one after that. But if I'm an Amari Cooper owner, I am selling high. Yeah. Right oh yeah, now. for sure. And then my tight end boom—it's the only player that I have on here from last week. T.J. Hawkinson—he uh, had nine points last week. Okay, for you know, d- depending on what scoring you got, I sure. went I went on the low end of that. So he had nine. One league I saw somebody uh, he had like a twelve point five. So I guess tight ends maybe get more points. For, I don't know. But uh, T.J. Hawkinson hasn't re- re- recorded more than just four catches in any of the Lions' first three games. Okay, but here's the key. DeAndre Swift looks like he's going to be missing some time. And he should see a major elevation in targets and and um, pass plays on the field, I think is what I saw a tweet that I read from Detroit. They're adding more pass plays in for the tight end spot, which is, I mean, when you hear that and, and you're talking about a, a guy that can catch the ball, oh yeah, I mean, hello. Uh, and plus he's going up against the Seahawks secondary that's already allowing tight ends to go off. I think they, yeah, they've allowed five touchdowns to tight ends so far this season, have the Seahawks. So I'm going to keep them on my boon list. Uh, Hawkinson, seven targets, seven targets, four targets. So last week was actually his best fantasy week because he found the end zone. But, I mean, really, if you look at it, 18 targets through three games, averaging six targets per game, that's... And he's going to get more now, they're saying. Yeah, Yeah, so so, that's that's a tight end. Yeah, Yeah. that's it's the law of averages, man. That's going to... That's going to pan out, and he'll, he's going to start producing with those targets. My bust here, um, I think you might laugh at a little bit, but I don't care. I'm ready. Um, Love a good laugh. And I think it's because I'm going up against these guys, and I'm like, they need to have a bust. I, I admit, I fall victim to that. Even though I try not to, I'm like, I try not to go with my heart. At and, least you're dude, honest with yourself. Dude, come on. I mean, yeah. it's just it, your heart plays a factor. I don't care how uh, much of a heart you don't have, like ego. I mean, you know, you, you have to let that take fact. You know, <laughs> heartless, soulless. I'm like a robot. So, yeah. um, my quarterback bust this week. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. Lamar Jackson versus Buffalo. <laughs> well, 
But you, <laughs> like seriously, I'm like I'm like laughing saying it. But you might not be wrong, though, right? right? Let me tell you why. Yeah, Lamar Jackson has thrown for at least three touchdowns in all of his games this year for the Ravens in Week Four. He does get that Buffalo defense that has only given up 12.7 points per game so far in 2022. It's the forced, fourth, I'm sorry, lowest total in the league for fantasy production. Um, even just reading that, I'm saying this guy will probably prove that stat wrong. But I have him as a bust because he's going to do nothing against me this week in fantasy football. I, I agree in a sense that he's. I don't think he's going to have a Lamar Jackson game like equal to the first three where he's just been ridiculous because Buffalo's defense is so good, man. I mean, that's, but a bust, just a flat out bust, (laughs) a bust will be him not scoring 35 points. (laughs) And and okay. All right. Yeah. And that might happen. He might (laughs) score like 33. Right, right, right. He's still going to be one of the top scoring fantasy quarterbacks, right? but he's not going to outscore the other quarterbacks by 15 fantasy points like he's been doing. For sure. Running back bust this week. I've got Dalvin Cook at New Orleans now. Uh, He's going to need to overcome this lingering shoulder injury. And I think we we said that a lot, I think, in our rankings. I think we said that a lot anytime we talked about the Vikings and their offense, but how much we love this guy. I mean, we love this guy's potential, but it's just every single year, I think, for the last three seasons – it's just a matter of what week is Dalvin Cook going to get banged up and start playing with these injuries. And that's what I don't like. Um, a defense that's allowing 4.2 yards per carry, but it's surrendered 200-yard games to date. Um, they're saying that Cook is actually expected to wear a brace and play in week four. Now, the team said that, you know, this is Cook's shoulder is sore. It's the same one he's dealt with his like, whole playing career. I don't like that because, dude, I mean, look what happened if he's been doing that and playing it. The Mattinson train takes over. And if you are a fantasy manager and you don't have Cook and Mattinson on your team, you are in trouble. And I don't know what to tell you. I, there was games last year where I started both of them, Ego. Uh-oh. Where I started, I had to start both of them just so I could get the guaranteed points because one of them was going to get points. I don't like Dalvin Cook at all this week. And yeah. I think it's going to be a huge bust for you. A couple of things. Well, I, I believe you're putting an N in Madison that doesn't belong. Mattinson? Madison. Why am I saying Mattinson? I, I don't know, but that's what I'm here for. Right. Huh. I miss on the movie stuff, and yeah. then I correct you on right. the pronunciations. <laughs> that's what that's what we do. That's our... But, man, Dalvin Cook, I've got him in a league, and it's so frustrating. Be, really, the, the whole Vikings offense has looked out of whack. Justin Jefferson, after week one, hasn't, hasn't done much. That's why I had Kirk Cousins blowing up I again, know, man. Dude. And he should. And yeah. it's like, what's going on? And right. it's, it's frustrating. But it's it's the most frustrating thing about it is you can't sit him. No. I mean, you can't sit Dalvin Cook if he's going to be playing. He's Dalvin Cook. Right. That first time you sit him will be the time he you know goes for 230 right. yards and three touchdowns yeah. because he can do that. But, man, I, I'm just uh, – it's one of those things where man, you just live through it. You got to take those bumps. You got to have Cook in your lineup. You got to have Jefferson in your lineup and hope they find it soon. Yep. Wide receiver bust. I've got Devontae Adams versus Denver. Now, Devontae yeah. has found the end zone in three straight games to begin his tenure with the Raiders, but he gets a tough test in week four against a Broncos D that has given up the fewest receiving yards to wide receivers so far in 2022. It seems teams are simply just content to dedicate all of their attention to Adams until Carr can prove that the the Raiders can do something else anywhere on the field. That ain't going to happen with Devontae Adams this week. You better be prepared for, I think, a very, very, very low-scoring game for Devontae Adams this week. 
Yeah, it's unfortunate. After week one, he saw 17 targets, 10 catches, like 30 fantasy points, and you're like, oh, here we go. This is what I get from Devontae Adams. And then the next two weeks, seven targets and then 10 targets, which is still great, but he just hasn't done much with them. So, yeah, I'm with you. And against Denver this week, no man. Another one of those guys, though, you can't bench him. See, I Can don't know you? if if it here's and here's the thing. What you mentioned earlier about you know you you hate when fantasy people say week two start talking about oh they're done they're finished they're not, you know trade that guy which was me with Eckler you know mm-hmm. which hello I think I still might be on that Eckler I want to get rid of him. Um, I also think you can't you can't. I, I agree with you for the first four. This is the last week I think that I'm automatically starting Adams if I drafted him high. I'm starting him. Okay, this is the week. Even though he's gone, I'm, I'm starting him. Okay. Next week, I start considering, oh, crap. Like, I need to start finding somebody that's going to get me 10 points. Oh, man. I'm serious. That's I mean, tough, that, that's, that is tough because I'm telling you, man, that watching those Raiders, do you, have you watch the Raiders play? Uh, I mean, I watch Red Zone. They are all over Devontae Adams, man. Of course. I mean, there is no, they're, 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 they're punching him up front, where that's where he's really good. I think with Devontae Adams because he's so strong yes. and so good at like doing that whole like uh, you know separation from the line and then getting past that first wave. And then he's like the second wave just really doesn't know how to handle him right now. They are showing right now that these teams, man, they are punching him not just once but twice in the face right there. I mean, and it's messing things up. And you know what? I'm sorry. I like Carr. I I I really do. And uh, but he's not. I mean, he's just not good at getting him the ball. Yeah, it's hard to argue, dude. It's, it, I mean, it's. I mean, it's even with the the seven targets in week two, two catches. Right. And so those targets again. Yeah. I'm talking. Even though that he's getting targeted, that doesn't necessarily mean he's even getting his hand on the no. ball. Okay. Week three, ten so, targets, five catches. Right. Like, man, you want that number to be up right. there around like. 10 targets, 7 catches. Adams you know. is a 70%-plus reception receiver over his entire yeah, career. Of course. It's not good right now. And so, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe week five you start thinking, man, i got to find somebody you know, that can get me 10 points in a game because that's when you start, especially if you're like 0-4 right now. Okay. Yeah. And you've got Adams on your team. You've got to do something. It's time to start swinging for the fences yes. if you're on four. I Absolutely. 100% agree. It's yes. uh, it relative to your situation, right? Yes. If you're if you're going to be two and two, three and one, something like that, right. and you've got right. Adams. You can risk a little bit and just be like, hey, yeah, maybe it's a chemistry thing, right. right? And they just need to kind of find it. I don't think they played many preseason games, right? Right. So right, yeah, you're right. So it's kind of like, eh, let them kind of iron that out, and this will be something midseason. It might be, man, if they have another off week. I'd target Devontae Adams as a buy low. I, I would. I would know? target him as a buy low, as a buy low. But again, but I mean, like, what are, what are they going to do to fix it? That's what scares you. Yeah. What are they going to do to fix it? Because you know, teams are looking at it right now, going, "We cover Devontae Adams. They're not going to beat us." Yeah. That's it. Yeah, they're going to throw to Matt Collins a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's all yours. Go and we ahead. said that too in our Max rankings. Open. You know, in yeah. our rankings, we're like, dude, what, what are you going to do? I mean, so anyway. Uh, my last bust here on the list, tight end. Again, this is—I I, I said you're going to laugh at this list. I have a uh, a Raven starting off with with Lamar Jackson. I have a Raven to finish my bust for tight end, Mark Andrews. <laughs> I, it's so funny, man. So it is funny. It is funny because I don't want him to do a darn. I don't want anything to happen this week because I'm playing him too. Mark Andrews led the Ravens in targets in each of his games. It's it's 2022 and it's the Mark Andrews show in Buffalo. But in week four. 
He does get that Buffalo defense. I'm repeating actually pretty much the same thing that I put with Lamar Jackson. Uh, they've only allowed 29 total receiving yards to tight ends, okay, which is the sixth lowest in the league. I still think he's the number one tight end, though, but I mean, he's, yeah. he's going to be a bust. He is. Yeah, he's still the number one <laughs> tight end. I mean, that, so that's – I just go ahead and – and expect all of the receiving options and the passing options in Baltimore to just take a little yeah. step down this week. But yeah, Mark Andrews. All right. So there you go. That's my, that's Sit my funny. Mark buzz. Andrews. You heard it here. Bench Lamar Bench Jackson him. and Mark yep, Andrews. You this heard week. it here. <laughs> start Kirk cousins uh-huh. and, and start uh, TJ Hawkinson over Mark Andrews. There you go. There you go. He's kick. And then you're going to hate me when you get beat <laughs> uh, by self. Uh, cut. We are now in week uh, number uh, four. Yeah, heading into there. So here's my my. I, I'm gonna do one major buy, one major sell, and then I'm gonna lay, label a whole bunch of drop it like it's hot because there is a whole bunch of players that if they're on your team, in my opinion, you're not gonna win your fantasy football league anymore. Okay, it's just okay. it's over for you. All right, and no, Devonte Adams is not a drop it like it's hot guy. Just you know, buy Patrick Mahomes. Buy, buy, buy. Trade for Mahomes. Obviously, is gonna be tough to pull off because you know, hey. Uh, people are getting just a little bit worried about Mahomes and the Chiefs right now, especially with all the running that Kansas City is doing. Uh, that said, Mahomes is going to be fine. Andy Reid's going to get this offense going. There's not going to be any more arguing on the sidelines between Mahomes and the offensive court. Well, there might be. Who there knows? might but, be. But but if a league mate is freaking out right now on Mahomes, you know, if he was like, ah, a little bit, I don't know about this offense. You know, if you were like Eric Pettigo in the very beginning of the season, well, I don't know, man. If Patrick Mahomes going to throw any touchdowns, Tyreek Rick Hill's gone. Uh, who's he going to throw to? Yeah. Uh, you know, that that might be the guy. If 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 Pettigo ended up with Mahomes, I might be able to get him. Yeah. All right. So you might have to trade uh, two for one. Just be careful on the two that you're trading because you don't want to take away too many points. But um, I think you can try to offer some trades for Mahomes and and, and get him. Yeah, no, I mean, try. He, this is 39 pass attempts, 35 and 35. He's throwing the football, and that guy's too good where it, eventually he's just going to be racking up those four and five touchdown games with that many passing attempts because that's what he does. So, yeah, go get him. If somebody wants to dump Patrick Mahomes because he's had two 20-point weeks in a row, right. by all means, right. yeah, go get him. Sell, sell, sell Chase Edmonds, the Dolphins running back. We went over this, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I would also look to sell Raheem Mostert, too, if he has a big week this week. Uh, Here are my concerns with this backfield, man. It's just, again, uh, I I think both backs can do good. I really, really do. I don't think you want to guess who it's going to be, though, every week. You don't want to play that Edmonds, Mostert. There's no way. Um Edmonds was uh, RB12 with six carries, 21 rushing yards, and six receiving yards. His two TDs carried him, like you mentioned. You can't count on touchdowns, though, like that every week. That's two weeks in a row, and also Mostert out-touched Edmonds, even even though the split was close to even. Mostert had eight carries, two passing looks to Edmonds, six and one. Last week, the breakdown was 14 touches to Edmonds, six. Now, you can't start anyone in this backfield with confidence if your league mates are lazy and are looking uh, past the, the fantasy scores strike now because, you know, that Chase Edmonds name can get you something right now. I feel like Miami, in, instead of, like, trying to really work in a power running game, would rather just throw quick outs to Waddle and Hill yeah. and let those guys do what they yeah, can do in the absolutely. open field. So, I, yeah, I've, I've got no faith in Miami running backs. Drop it like it's hot. I'm just going to run down these names, okay? And you just yep. tell me if you agree or I'll, disagree. I'll chime okay? in at the end. Yep. Drop it like it's hot. Kenny Galladay from the uh, Giants. Mike Davis, Kenyon Drake, running back for the Ravens. Terrence Marshall, Panthers wide receiver. Devontae Parker, Patriots wide receiver. 
Sky Moore, wide receiver from the Chiefs. Ty, uh, Tyrion Davis-Price, running back for the 49ers. Kenneth Gainwell, running back from the Eagles. Rex Burkhead, running back from the Texans. And George Pickens, wide receiver for the Stillens. Drop those players like they're hot. You're not going to win your fantasy football league with those players on your team. Um, okay, so some of those, most of those I agree with. There are a few I want to kind of point out. Tyrion Davis-Price has been injured. Right. So in deep leagues, feel deep free to hold leagues. on to him. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, feel free to hold yeah. But the, cur- the concern with that is he's going to miss more weeks yeah. with that high ankle. And a grand total of five yeah. had one catch with, with you know, he, he's worth a spot, but I mean, Mason's... In a deep league, you're yeah, 100% right. right, man. 100% right. In a deep league, because that running back situation is right. so thin in right. San Francisco, when he does get back and get healthy, he may be factored in. Um, and this is just a little foreshadowing of my ego's extra point this week. Devontae Parker? Yeah. Uh, 10 targets, 5 catches, 156 yards last week. Um, all of a sudden, he looks like, to the layman, a part of that passing game over there in New England. So, instead of just dropping him on his face, it might be time to just shop him around and see if you can get anything for him. Right? Maybe. So, that's my thought. Other than that, yeah. I don't I'm trust the Eagles offense right now. I'm sorry, the New England offense. I don't sure. trust the New England offense at all right now. I also know that Jacoby Myers was out. He is, you know, but he's coming back. You know, so I think he's. I mean, I think he's supposed to be out this week too. Yeah. So, yeah. but he will be coming back, sure. and that's their number one guy. So that's that's why I had him on there. Okay. Yeah, but when I do my extra point, this it might make a little more sense. Okay. What I'm very what good. I'm getting to waiver wire week four. Here's who I got that you want to focus on trying to pick up in your leagues if they are available. And again, the uh, the reason I do this one is because. Uh, I try to put people that are at least only at around like the forty percent and below. So like forty percent of Yahoo, ESPN, CBS. I think it's those three leagues that they combine them together. I'll go and I'll see who those guys are, and they're mm-hmm. at forty percent or below. So they're available in sixty percent of your leagues. Okay, could be available in more. All right, quarterbacks. I have Marcus Mariota. Okay, uh, if you're looking for steady fantasy production from the QB position off waivers, Mariota checks in. At a QB thirteen in fantasy points per game, can you believe that? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's hit fifteen plus in every single game, and now he faces the Browns defense. And I'm not saying pick him up and keep him for the rest of the year. I'm saying pick him up for this week. All right, that's what I'm talking. Browns defense is allowed tenth most fantasy points to the QB position, and an unfortunate injury to Miles Garrett uh, would be a massive blow to the Browns' pass rush. So this game quietly has a fifty point game total so far in Vegas. They're saying that the over-under is a 50 right now. So, Mariota, pick him up. Jimmy Garoppolo, San Francisco this week. Uh, He is a waiver target for you this week, and that's why I brought him up, is you might want to start him over Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Dude, I thought you were going to say... You looked at me so serious, I thought you were going to say something real, and and it like took my brain a second. To be like, wait, he said Lamar. I've literally broken your brain like twice uh, today. You did, and congratulations. Ferris Bueller, and then now this one. But, I mean, seriously, he, he's a he's a waiver-wire target this week. Could be good. They return home this week to host the Rams. We've seen Garoppolo have success against this unit in the past. So You're weird. a 49ers guy, yeah. yeah. Over his last four games against the, the division rival, dude, look at those numbers. 232-2, and 316-1, and 182-2. And then 268 and three. The Rams are coming off a good performance against Arizona, but that speaks more to the uh, you know stud that Kyler Murray is. And and the Bills scored 31 points against the Rams defense. Falcons scored 27 points against the Rams defense. Garoppolo, I think, is a solid start this week against the Rams. 
you know, losing Von Miller, I think, has had a huge impact. Yeah, on the Rams defense, absolutely. And um, yeah, they just they haven't looked as dominant as they did last year yet this season. So, I mean, I hope you're right. I, I after watching last week, I was like, oh man, there's Garoppolo running out of the back of the end zone, just making horrible decisions. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's why we were ready to move on. Right. You know, okay. we were all clean. We were just like, just just give us Jimmy G. We'll be good again. It's all right. <laughs> and then, then we see him play, and it's like, oh, yeah, he's not good. <laughs> but he has been against the Rams somehow. So there you hopefully go. you're right. Running backs, uh, waiver wire target, uh, Rashad White from Tampa Bay. He's only owned in 30% overall leagues, man. Yeah. I can't believe that. I've, I've got him on my team because I've got Leonard Fournette. You know, and that that's really what it is. And it, it, you know, why is he available uh, so much? And again, because Tampa Bay has showed us that they want to lean on the the singular back theory, which I love. You know, because I love Leonard Fournette. The Bucks have dialed back their heavy pass rate substantially from twenty twenty one, perhaps an effort to keep Tom Brady uh, healthy. Fournette has taken advantage of those extra opportunities, averaging twenty three uh, op- opportunities per game. He played on 94% of the snaps, even while he was a little banged up, handled 100% of the running back touches last week. It's worth grabbing White now, especially you know, especially if you're going to be that guy that's, that steals him from the Fournette owner. Yeah. Do it now. Try to get him on your team now. I agree 100%, yeah. And Brady doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. No. Which is why. Right. Why he doesn't have I'm not even going to bring up the Mike Evans thing, but anyway. Uh, Jordan still has outscored DJ Moore in the season. We'll, we'll see, buddy. We'll see yeah. how close they are. He's ahead right now. Yeah, another San Francisco guy. I got Jordan Mason, man. Okay, Jordan Mason. He's only owned in six. I was gonna say it's got to be single digits. It's single digits, yeah. man. And purely, this is a speculative play. All right, adding Mason makes sense given the injuries that are piling up on the 49ers roster. Jeff Wilson has yet to play a full season in his five-year career. So I'd be uh, I'd be proactive here if he's available. I've got him in one of my leagues, and, and I and I, I I could I could project him to be the next man up in this offense. If the Niners have proven anything, it's that they can injure their quarterbacks or their uh, running backs. I mean, their quarterbacks too, but their running backs. They've just got like an endless cycle of running backs that they put in there for a couple weeks, and they get injured. So Jordan Mason, yeah, he'll get he'll get a chance to start this season. It's almost guaranteed because Jeff Wilson more than likely is going to end up hurt and missing time, just like all the Niners <laughs> running backs have done for like the last five years. Wide receivers, here we go. And this is really, really uh, making me happy because I was able to pick him up, and I only picked him up. I think I beat the guy by a dollar on our uh, – because you, nice. you get the money to you know, pay good. the waiver wire. Romeo Dubes from Green Bay. All right, He's only owned in 27% of maximum leagues. Dubes has been a borderline waiver receiver for the first two weeks of the season. However, injuries to Sammy Watkins now, IR, Christian Watson, hamstring, that's not good, led to a big outing from Dubes against the Bucks, eight for 73 and one. Man, that's eight targets, too. Elevated him from stash to now cash. Let's go. His snap rate went from 37% in week two. Guess what it's up to now for 37 after week two? Uh, 74. 89%. What? Yes. Get this guy if you can get him. Watson's injury is reportedly short-term, but it looks like Dubes has carved out a significant role working in tandem with Alan Lazard as the 1A, 1B, and it's good to, to say that um, Aaron Rodgers has not said anything bad about him yet, so <laughs> grab Dubes. <laughs> I don't know if I've hit my quota yet. I think it's Dobbs, 
But I think that's my quota. For Why would it be Dobbs? D-O-U-B-S? I think it's Dubs. All right. We're going to go um, see. Okay. He hasn't played it up for anybody to give 100% depth. Come on. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it seems like he's found his uh, – Aaron Rodgers has found his number one, right? Like, we thought it was going to be Lazard. And Lazard, I think, had a nice week last week, too. Um, we thought maybe it was going to be Watson. He hasn't been able to stay on the field all of a sudden. Romeo Dobbs, yeah, yeah. Dobbs seems, seems yeah. to be the Dobbs. guy. Let's do that. Yeah, Dobbs. Yeah, and, and so again, he's a, a good pickup because he's only at twenty seven percent in in maximum leagues. Okay, I like it. The other wide receiver I have here, a waiver wire pickup, is Michael Gallup uh, from Dallas. Uh, I was shocked that he was only it's under forty. It's like thirty six percent of major mm-hmm. leagues have him over the last two weeks. <clears throat> we've seen Noah Brown emerge as the Cowboys' top perimeter receiver. Cowboys were close to activating Gallup in last week's Monday Night Football matchup, but opted to give him one extra week to get better. It was a great move. I mean, it didn't hurt him. During Gallup's absence, we've seen Brown sport some tremendous production, hitting five-plus reception in all three games. What's notable in Dallas, though, is the heavy use of the 12 and 21 personnel, frequently going with two wide receiver sets. Now, Gallup is the one that's going to slide into Brown's role with C.D. Lamb, and that is a huge thing. And when Dak comes back... That could be, again, 1A, 1B in Dallas, which would be huge. Man, if Gallup's out there in your league, go get him right now. That's a great one. Yeah. I've got one to add real quick, uh-huh. if that's okay. Richie, yep. Richie James mm-hmm. from the Giants. Yeah. Um, this guy has seen, I believe, 17 targets through three games, uh-huh. and nobody knows who he is. Right. Uh, but he is— That's how Dorch I, was. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um. And I didn't say Dorch because I'm pretty sure he's owned now everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. But Richie James is is this guy who I think he is he is seeing the most snaps for the Giants receivers so far in the season. I think this guy's been on the field more than anybody. So right. yeah, the only thing holding him back is Daniel Jones. Big. Oh, man. <laughs> he That's might be the worst quarterback story. in the entire league. I'm it, not even kidding. He's real bad. Um, tight ends. Here's your waiver wire guys. I've got uh, Evan Ingram from Jacksonville and Tyler Conklin. The New York Jets. No reason to get into the in depths there, there, and and players to hold. I wanted to talk about some players maybe to hold on to okay. right now. If you're freaking out, Traylon Burks, all right, from from Tennessee, wide receiver. George Pickens, wide receiver in Pitt, and Daryl Henderson. Darrell, I'm sorry, Darrell Henderson, uh, running back in, in Los Angeles. Hold on to those players for now. Uh, don't freak out just yet. Agreed. Agreed on all accounts. Awesome. All right, man. We're, we're making it through here. Look at this ego. We got time for yes or BS and your ego's extra point. I thought yeah, we were going to have to bump the extra point today. Oh, never. <laughs> all right. Yes or BS. All right. These are questions about fantasy football, uh, pretty much about week four. Uh, there's one about the, uh, the the season here coming up, maybe week six. But uh, your first one is Tua scores more fantasy points than Mahomes this week in fantasy football. Oh, BS. Yeah. Yes, oh, I talked right. about Tua earlier, man. I'm all not. Right. I've got no faith in him as a fantasy starter this week. Okay. Yes or BS. Cook plays. Dalvin Cook plays the entire game in Week Four. Uh, BS. BS. When you have Alexander Madison behind him, who's like a legitimate number one talent level running back, there's no need to put your star running back out there who's already dinged up and force him to just carry the load. Right? It's going to be. I think Cook plays. Look at like a 50-50 work share. Okay. And then the last yes or BS, Rush stays at quarterback when Dak returns. 
That's BS, man. That's BS. But Cooper Rush has been really good. Dude, they've won two games, man. And he's completing like 70% of his passes. That's crazy. And forget what Jerry Jones says. Like, oh, we got a quarterback competition. Right. Shut up, Jerry right. Jones. <laughs> it's not. It, there's no chance when Dak comes back, he's not just the guy. That's why I said that, man. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to too much Jerry Jones on the sidelines, buddy. That's all right? always, always a mistake. So, guys, here we go. It's Ego's Extra Point. If you uh, want to uh, share these videos, you can. We'll be posting them on our social medias and making sure that you guys can have them uh, You know, to help out anybody in fantasy football. That's what these are for. They're very quick videos that uh, Ego is going to give to you guys uh, just an extra tidbit, uh, again, for uh, fantasy football information to help you guys out week to week. All right, let's go. Ego's Extra Point, please. All right, starting my timer now. Okay, so the extra point this week is about when to trade those big-name, underperforming stars on your team because it's it's something where, as we talked about, you get frustrated. You drafted this guy pretty high, and he's not producing, so you want to trade him. You want to get rid of him. But the worst time to do it is when he's not performing. So let me give you a few examples. Leonard Fournette, Zeke, Kamara, DJ Moore. Mike Evans, right? Those are just some examples. Wait, wait. Yeah, Mike Evans. No, I'm, hey, I'll throw him in there. Come on, man. I will. That, he's. But the one thing you have to know about these star players is that they're going to have a week, right? They're going to have a week where they, they come alive, they score a touchdown, they see a huge target share where they go from getting you seven, eight points maybe to like 15 to 20. Example, like I talked about, Devontae Parker earlier right just this week this season he's done nothing all of a sudden this week 10 targets now's the time to trade him if you can afford to hold on to these guys and just wait for that game where they go off you're going to see some like such a better return on investment with that trade instead of getting pennies on the dollar you might actually get a fair trade and improve your team he goes extra point And it's good. That was wild and it scared me. (laughs) There you go, guys. Happy Fantasy Football Week 4 to you guys. Good luck. And, again, I hope we helped you guys out a little bit. And it's Ego and Bonzi every single week with your Fantasy Football Junkies. Hopefully making your winning a Fantasy Football game not a fantasy, but a reality with the Fantasy Football Junkies right here uh, on 99.7 The Mix. Uh, We'll see you guys next week.